0: I put my back in the back, nigga, in the back seat. I can't really stand back last, nigga, for that heat. Niggas still get beat up, nigga, just for that heat. Cops want to kill my nigga, this ain't no track meet. Running in circles, running in circles, smoking a purple. No, kicked up, we smoking that urkel. Little niggas keep the shells like the nids for turtles. Never mind, hella wave, away my nigga. You. Now I'm from the west coast, blow coast westside west side, just for the side. I hit these sides just like A-side, something like mixtapes Little niggas spinning tall, but you know I'm big rape I dance my soul just like a big rape Purple rape, purple hate Niggas in the jungles like Jaden Ape Fuck that, I step on these hoes like Jaden Snake I don't really care cause these other niggas surface just to get a plate Niggas is users, niggas is haters, niggas is jealous Fuck that, because she you're a mess, she reaching my pelvis, she telling me I'm the best, my nigga ain't loving, we're goofy around here, my nigga, never no, we even my niggas, what you don't feel? my nigga, this parent life flow, I don't really care, this time, just how it all flow, I don't really care, these other hoes is bongos, never mind, i still still painted up just like the bongo, never mind, I'm still beating cheeks, just like the pongo, I'm still calling the hole. Nigga, right. dance, try, like, guys, i keep like size size the they me i keep the peace like Martin. keep the peace my heart. i keep hey, it i know i i
1: Politic and the Podcast. We back again here at Mortis Studios in downtown yep. San Bernardino. Word. Tap in, man. Politic and Broadcasting Networks.com. Google Politic and Broadcasting. You'll find this everywhere, man. Word. So introduce yourselves, man. All right, After man. that gas, nigga. Yeah. Oh, are. man.
0: Yeah, bro. All right, man. I go by Ellis Isaiah uh, from LA slash IE. So I write both. And this is my producer right here, Conundrum. What's up, y'all? My name's Conundrum. Pleasure to be
2: here. Shout out to the family that's on the podcast, real quick. You know we got different thing out here. So conundrum.
1: Did you just do that beat?
2: Yeah I did. Yeah. That's the beat I time. telling you know? <laughs> was my beat, Yeah,
1: that's So that that's, that reminded me of like that Don Kennedy swag. Oh yeah. <laughs> Appreciate and When, you when I heard y'all, all I thought was man, you got that that same type of charisma. Man. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate that that swag
0: you know. over the beat. You know what
1: I'm saying? That shit just flow you know what I'm saying? Keep doing your shit. Man, I appreciate you. Know. So, so how
0: did y'all link up? What's the story behind the uh, collaboration? Um, How me and him linked up, um, I met him in college. And uh, during that time, I wasn't pretty sure what I wanted to do. So it was either go to school or just quit that shit and do the whole music <laughs> shit. So I ran into him by a friend named uh, TC that we know. Mm-hmm. And um, I met TC on some street shit. So... Um, he told me that, oh man, I got this producer, I got this producer, whatever, and I'm like, okay, like, let me, let me listen to him, and like I said, um, uh, he made EDM, but he had like, when, when I met him, he already had like 32,000 followers on SoundCloud and 32,000 okay. plays. he was already booming. Yeah, so he was already booming, he was already on YouTube, 50,000 views, shit, I, I barely made my first 10K, uh, on SoundCloud this year, so, um. I met mean, up uh, with him. I didn't at first. I didn't like none of none of his beats. None of them. I didn't like none of them. I didn't even like and either. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. like none of that shit. Cause I wasn't. You know how it is when we listen to rap. We yeah, know, it's so, vibe, right, it ain't your vibe. It ain't my vibe. vibe. So yeah. you know, um, probably like two or three months later. Excuse me. Probably like two or three months later. He came back. He showed me a, a, a hip hop beat. Um, I think the first hip hop beat was. Trackstar? No, I don't even think it was Trackstar. I think it was one more. Yeah, I think it was one more. And that's how I knew he changed his style or whatever. But he put EDM into the hip-hop. So, which made me believe, like, oh, this is different. Mm -hmm. So, since then, we've been, uh, rocking ever since. Like, he's seen me, like, uh... When I was writing no more, I don't want write no more. I, I literally freestyle. Like when, since I made one more, I haven't freestyled I've been freestyling for a whole year. So was it like a punch
1: in method when you, um, you know, honestly,
0: you no, it's like? not it's not even a punch in method. It's like when I tell him oh, I am ready, I just go in there and then like when I'm done spinning, whether I do a hook or a rap or whatever, when I'm done with that, I see how it sounds, like five times and probably wait like a week later just to see if I have that same feel, and I tell him like, no, nah, I want you to change it because it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound how I, I felt when I wrapped it, mm-hmm. so we, so we usually do that, but it, it depends, I, I love writing still, like, that's my favorite subject, writing's my favorite subject, but, I mean, I just feel like when you freestyle, you know what you're talking about, it just comes out better. So,
1: is he, like, the, your main producer, or is he, like, your yeah. go-to man? Yeah, he's
0: not my main producer, I used to, um, mess with people named Tommy, um, he had, like, 600000 on YouTube, like all these, they was big that I was working with, but the thing was they was charging me, they was charging me like two, three dollars 400 dollars a beat. And this was when I was barely coming out. This was barely when I came out with my first two projects. So I'm like, I need to figure out how to save money. I need to create a team. I need to, I need to do all this. Mm-hmm. So since then, up to now, I've been working to that. I feel like I have the right team. I feel like I have the right music now. I feel like I have the right producer now.
1: So your team, what is it called? What um, is it we name? go
0: by we go by ourselves as Heike Popping. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Shout out, shout out, Roger. That's the that's the boss that you know put put the studio and everything together. So, um, and I met him. I met him a year after him. So, um, the first thing he told me is that he told me that he loved my music um, just off of the first time. So I'm just like I'm amazed. You feel me? Because a lot of people. Like to, you know, fake personas and yeah. say, like, oh, I mess so with you. It's a lot
1: of fake love. Yeah, it's a lot of fake love. And I learned
0: that earlier in my in my career right now, which is still going. Like like I said, this is what I want to do in my life. Um, I I had to not, not betray, but I had to set my foot down for a lot of people to say, this is what I'm going to do. This is my dream I'm chasing. I, I don't want you to get my music to that you have to understand me. I, that's not the reason why I make music. I usually make music for myself or situations of people I've been around mm-hmm. or what I go through. So if you can't relate to it, that's fine. But I just want you to feel it, even if you don't know what I'm talking about. And I tell people that all the time, you don't have to understand what I'm saying all the time. I just want you to understand at that moment how I feel. It. And since then, we've been rocking like that. So Conundrum, what made you switch
1: from EDM to hip hop? What was the inspiration? Was he, the spark that was like, you know what, let me get on my hip hop shit. You know what I'm saying? Hikey, yeah. Like, I, um,
2: cause, cause, like you said, when I first, when I first met him, I was doing like nothing but EDM. Like, I didn't touch a hip hop beat, like at all. You know, and, um, I got into EDM because that's, that's what I loved. Like, I loved hearing it. And that's, you know, that's what I got into. Um, and then I met him and then I was kind of like, okay, I'm gonna have to switch up a bit. And then after I got used to making all the hip hop beats, I got better and better with it. You know, so that's when I started, like, uh, helping out other people, you know, I started producing for them and stuff. And high key, I'm kinda glad, because I realized the more diverse you are with your beats, the more, the more uh, people are willing to work with you. Um, and, and not even just, like, you know, you meet, like, you work with, like, a thousand people for one time, you, you, you end up working with, like, one person for, like, a thousand times, you know? Mm-hmm. Which I feel is, is crucial to, like, building a good relationship not just musically but personally um, when you're able to adapt to like your, your clients and like your rappers and, like,
1: you know how you're able to help your friends out and all that yeah, yeah it's like people don't really understand because this new streaming yeah. uh, platform people don't really understand the, uh, the metrics of the, the, the system exactly and collectives are the future so if you're not part of a collective or you're not networking with the collective as an independent artist, you're putting yourself in a position to fail or to not control exactly. your future.
2: Exactly. Yeah, you know, know what I'm saying? 100%. People,
1: people are investing in collectives. They don't wanna just sign artists, they wanna sign a label, they wanna sign a, a system that, that can go with by themselves without exactly. supervision, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So exactly. putting together teams where you have the from the engineer, to the beat maker, to the artist, to the cameraman, so that, you know what I'm saying, that's gonna get you on in the future. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're if you on a platform and you're an artist that's by yourself, you're a producer that's by yourself, you're eventually gonna have to form your own collective or be a part of somebody else's collective, yeah. you know what I'm saying, so the whole future is in the collective, so you might wanna, for advice for all the co- creators out there, you might wanna collaborate. Well, as many people as possible, yeah, and, and network in in real life, because everybody's trying to network on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it doesn't and, work like that. And you know. with the algorithms and all that, it's next to impossible to go viral. Mm-hmm. And even when you go viral, it doesn't net you way Yeah, it
0: doesn't necessarily mean that you're in yeah, the exactly, app game. Exactly. I tell people that. Oh, I feel like that. That's when it starts. Mm-hmm. When you're in, like people think, "Oh, I made it. I could, I could chill." For one, we're not in that time, like probably like, you know, that 2009-2013 era? Mm-hmm. We're not in that era where we could just drop music once once or twice a year and then we the, ho- hopefully it mind. holds. Like, yeah. no, like, if they do that, you have to be established like a Meek Mill or Lil Wayne or, you know, like the great that we listen to today as a inspiring upcoming or still, like, Touch fame, but you still trying trying to get higher in there. You have to keep on going. I tell people that you have to drop as much music as you can because one day you you can be here, and the next day you can be exactly gone. Mm-hmm. You gotta look about it. Like, there's a lot of artists that I thought that was gonna be here. Like, um, I'm glad that you bring up Dom Kennedy. He he was actually one of uh, a rapper I used to listen to a lot. Him, Wayne, uh, and Kanye. Those are like, if not my biggest experiences just as a music musical aspect. But um, with Dom, just to me, I don't feel like he fell off, but I do feel like certain things that he used to do that I loved about him, it, it just doesn't reciprocate in certain albums that he makes no more, if you get what I'm saying. I get what you said, but at the same time, he's running OPM. Yes, so exactly. He so he's, his own ball.
1: So it's, it's different when you're just creating versus when you're creating and being a mobile actor. So yes, I, 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 believe, I believe that. Too. So his uh, OPM as a brand has been going up, but in turn his music has, has been, been suffering yes. for the business. So it's kind of, it's, it's hard, it's a balancing act. Yes. Because I'm a business owner and I run my own content. Mm-hmm. And there's times where business gets backed up where my content is not coming out. Mm-hmm. Because I'm so handling business that it's hard for me to create content. Mm-hmm. So then now I get content locked in and now it's like, damn, I've been spending so much time on content I ain't been handling the business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to find that balance when you're a mobile and you're a creator yourself. You know what I'm saying? No,
0: I agree with that because, like I said, um, you know, like I said, because I'm an artist, but I also make covers for my music. Every every EP I came out with, I, I make the cover myself. I do everything. I make sure, like, well, just just for any upcoming artists or anything, if any, if you upload anything to Apple Music or streaming platforms anyway, if it's not 100% authentic from you, they're gonna—they're not even gonna let you post it. They're not gonna let you post it because that's considered copyright. Mm-hmm. And just to let anybody know, like, if you're trying to—if anybody's just chasing like radio play or anything like that, it costs us two hundred thousand dollars just to get on radio. And fifteen hundred streams equal a dollar. So you know how much music you got to make in order to receive. I was looking into starting my own internet radio station, yeah. but.
1: Playing music has to do with royalties. Yes. So if I started this, at the end of the years, I will have to pay royalties to everybody that you play, that, yeah. you, that I play, and that is a big ticket that mm-hmm. people don't really think about or consider. So my alternative is that if I get the music personally from you to put on my playlist to play on my station, oh, board, I wouldn't care. Then I don't have to pay that royalties. Mm-hmm. So. I'd rather network and, and collab and create a space where we can all benefit from Hell yeah. instead of going a traditional route where they own everything and they get the royalties on the back end. Yeah. And the artist doesn't really get to see anything from that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Everybody's going through DistroKid and uh, That's what what's I, the I, other one yeah. yeah. for? All that. Yeah. Because
0: it's for Independent artists it's mm-hmm. cheap. Um, it's not something you have to pay a month, like, yeah, just like yeah. SoundCloud or anything like that. Like, if you ever have a SoundCloud, like, they'll charge you, like, $9, $20 a month. Mm-hmm. Just to, just to reach a higher platform was mm-hmm. just, just so a now, of now, what, one
1: thing that I see a lot of artists doing is because it's so cheap to be independent, they put stuff out not thinking about quantity and not quality. quality. Mm-hmm. So, the, the quality, the, the EQ and the not getting the projects mixed and mastered, you know what I'm saying is a big thing that I see, and this is why a lot of artists have good content, but because the quality isn't matching what the talent is, they don't make it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so now that you have the the venues to put your own music out, you might want to focus and refine the quality of what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't focus on that. They, they just don't. think they just think I'm going to put it out. out. And they can
0: just blow up. And I mean, sometimes it works for people. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, it does. Like, That, that's what but that doesn't saying. necessarily, like you said, it doesn't necessarily mean they have a place in the game. Or just because a certain team, just because a certain person is popping and, you know, people back them up doesn't mean it, it, it's what it is. You feel me? Like, I don't, I don't base, like, fame and, and clout. And that's what I consider that is just clout, just trying to get your name out there. But at the end of the day... What you doing it for? That's, that's you see, the main now, thing. Now
1: you you don't really get money off of streams or don't music like you used to. No, yeah. so you have to flip that into clout because yeah. your clout has to flip that into merchandise. Yeah, into yeah, shows. But into that's what into I'm saying. It could be you you know it could saying? be it could be that. Like. So clout is necessary, but it should be called branding, not yeah, clout. Nah. you're just gonna use it to be known. That's clout. Right. Yeah, Building cloud. it for business purposes is it. something completely it's different. different yes. you know
0: what I'm saying? But I mean, like you gotta think about it like in the last probably what, five, six years? This is including me too. I have not seen a video where we wasn't smoking, where there wasn't guns, when there wasn't women. I'm not saying that hip-hop isn't about that because that's what it is. It, it comes from the underground, it comes from the streets, it comes from all those types of whatever. I'm, I don't, I don't chip about that. But the thing is, I chip about when artists do that. Is when you just only want to promote that. Mm-hmm. That's why I have that because I didn't grow up off that. Like even like the rappers I name, like even Lil Wayne, like Don they have they have substance. Like they have substance at a moment of time when I listen to them. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like if the artist can't at least have that, I mean you're gonna make it. But I mean ain't, you're not gonna be. Mentioned with whole you ain't
1: gonna be mentioned with with those. I want to be great. I I, I get what you say, but at the same time, it's just the, the the nature of the internet. If you look at like Fashion Nova, they only <laughs> use influencer marketing. Yeah. And who is the influence <laughs> These naked hoes. And these naked hoes <laughs> yeah. are That's selling out Fashion up. Nova because right. they naked showing ass and titties while saying, "Hey, I got this from Fashion Nova, and it's the most genius." Marketing plan out there and it's flawless because PS4 everybody are gonna, is gonna look the females are gonna look at the naked bitch The men are, are gonna no, look at the naked I, bitch. I mean I'm gonna lie to The older women are gonna look at the naked yeah, bitch. Right. The older men are gonna look right. at the kids The children everybody's gonna look at that naked female in Fashionola, man mm-hmm. And that's why it's like a lot of artists feed into bringing in these type of women to be in their videos mm-hmm. Because these videos, these women are gonna show, oh, I'm behind the scenes in this nigga video, yeah. so that's gonna give fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, to, yeah. To, yeah. To, even though you <laughs> are just by saying, okay, then they they want to see her shake ass in the video, so now they're gonna actually check out your video just to see her shake ass in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe in that 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 way of thinking. Yeah. But I can understand it <laughs> if you
0: choose to go that route exactly. because. It's undefeated at this point, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like I said, I don't have a problem with it because at the end of the day, like, we're all human. And I like I like to see, I'm not going to lie, I like to see bad bitches. I like to see ass titties and shit. Like, I'm not going to sit here and shame nobody. But at the same time, there, I feel like there's a time and place for everything. Like, even, like, I feel like at this time, I feel like there should be a lot of, a lot more conscious music coming out now. Just, just in my opinion. Because all all I've been hearing was, you know, summer anthems or whatever. I never really heard... Fuck it, we need Kendrick back. That's who we need. We need Kendrick. Exactly. We man. need Kendrick Lamar back because J Cole's been killing. J Cole's it, been yeah. killing, but to me, he has he didn't have the best album of me this year. I think Rick I Ross. I think
1: K.O.D. was the best album. I love oh, that year, we, last year? Yeah, KLD. he didn't have no album this year. Yeah, he got Revenge of the uh, Revenge. But of the that, was, that, was that was that was a that was a Yeah, that was a dream That was a solo project, like yeah, K O D, because like A T M was a song where he, you know, he. He Count gave you the Migo flow yeah. with the bullshit, but if you listen to what he was talking about, he was talking about the, the subject. He was talking about exactly what we're talking exactly. about now. Yep. About how man, if that's what's getting you the money. Get your money, black man. Count it up. You know what I'm saying? Just don't forget. Can't take okay. it when you die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure and, and so make right. sure that you uh, think about your legacy while you're here, and that this money ain't gonna leave with you, but your legacy gonna stay forever. Remember. You know what I'm saying, so don't forget about legacy. ATM was a was a killer record. No, man. Actually, but, that shit was
0: fire. Like, I love Jay Like I think I think he's one of the top three of right now. I mean, I feel like Big Sean should definitely be. Big yeah, Sean, like Dark really Sky ready. Paradise. That was a classic was a, album. A
1: slap on album that I decided was a crazy a album, album that too? nobody liked. You know, nobody mm-hmm. really. But Voices in My Head is a song oh, that man. I play all the time because at, it switches to stick to the plan. And that's exactly what I have to remind myself: is that don't let life or what's going on, or outside forces come in and derail you from your plan. Exactly. Stick to the
0: plan and, and get to where you want to go and yeah. be who you want to be in this world. I actually have a, I, I, I think my favorite song by Big Sean. I, I have two. I think it's halfway off the balcony, and it was he did a Beyonce. Because I think the me and myself and I. I think those two verses from him was just. Fire. like just mm-hmm. explaining him and the way that he came up because he talked he talked about mental health and depression too at the time too mm-hmm. and it's real because I caught it at a time like like I said um, when I was starting out I didn't get no shows I didn't know how to book I didn't know how to even do the music shit I have I have friends that was consumers of music but they didn't do music so it's completely different from you know your friends listening to music mm-hmm. and you actually writing down making music you, like, you know what I'm saying? They can only tell you what they like. They can't speak for the whole world. And that's what I had to learn in music. Like, it's okay to make tracks that, that uh, what's the correct word? To make you not only conscious, but make you feel something. Because at the end of the day, we need those. Why right? do you think we have people like Michael Jackson or we have Nas or, like we said, like, uh, Mac Miller, too. I think he was a great inspiration. Man, Mac like Miller X. Was,
1: was Mac Miller was
0: different. I didn't even care. I, forget race. I didn't care if he was white or black. Just for what he was speaking about, he was just different. That
1: kid's album was crazy. Uh, That kid's album.
0: You see, people say that. That That's a lot of people's favorite album, but that's not my favorite album by him. My favorite album is uh, that song with uh, Diablo and Wedding and Rain. I think it was called... uh, It wasn't called Delusional. It wasn't called that. It was called... uh, Damn, I can't remember what it was, but it was so different. Like, just so... Diablo was crazy. Diablo was crazy, like, and I think he, I think he, uh, brought up something he was like, everybody got dead homies, and I felt that, like, I do, like, everybody do, like, everybody that passed onto this earth till now has a dead homie, so, i just fuck with Mac, like, i fuck yeah. with a lot R.I.P. Mac, man. Yeah, man.
1: Going
0: too early. So, y- y'all got another, another track you want to, Oh, um, I mean, my God, said scholarship, man. right? I wasn't on time to scholarship, but uh how about blending my decks to keep it cool? Sure. Let me see Is it right. the same vibe as last? Uh week? It's a chill vibe. I'm not gonna say so it's So that smoke
1: that smoke to this music?
0: I make mean, honestly, I, but practice. I can sing. I can sing too. I have tracks for the ladies too. And, oh, for yeah. You yeah. Do so all, huh? yeah, so I, I usually make everything. I don't I don't try to put myself in a box. Like oh, that's okay, one thing that, I do. Yeah, play that. Like. I, I don't try to do that i try to work it with as much people as i can i may not like your, i may not like the Bible at first but i can work with it. you know what i'm saying like if if your vibe as human is it, just right there i can do anything so that's what i'm pretty much all i'm ready, I'm ready to work with Stop too, so, and I got paid for more. I got paid. a that me So I tell people like, just for me, like, especially as an artist in my life, like, if I send me charts, either you don't want to do it or it's you. You can do it. I've been charged with other photographers and other and I have been about the this so how could, I, how could I not do the same thing as what everybody else is. if you want to be a higher a higher and I started uh, self so <laughs> yeah. myself. So, guess what, my Shout out to my man. Like, uh, put me on good card. Rich That's That's the that changed, you know. changed my life The success, the going forever. Rich Dad Poor Dad, by he was talking about just distance assets and and people are so invested in white the buildings. They never and require action. Yeah. yeah, and niggas, it's different, don't you think? Of, <laughs> the and then, like, first, I was like, I was boxing in like first. I always, I always been in that school, but I just didn't like school. Did, I feel like it didn't teach me what I needed to know. It didn't teach me about it. none of the stuff I needed to know about life, especially with building shit so like that. Uh, it didn't. But I, but I just liked it. What I learned from it. So. I don't what, what I did know, was just try, try, try to stay strong on that, try to build my, game, my mind, and really I learned, I, I was different, because I have to, in order to be different, you have to change, you have to, you have to feel different, you have to live different, you have to, you have to be okay with certain situations, because like I said, not all my homies game bang, like, I know Bloods and Chris. not all my homies is, is game bang, like, they play games, they like photography, they like books, they like doing, they like socializing, so, how could I? How could I knock another person's life for what they like when, most likely, we could connect off of that? So I, that's why I don't try to judge as much. So for me,
1: a lot of the things when I started to self-educate, niggas looked at me as being weird. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you have to be okay with niggas not understanding or having a clear vision mm-hmm. of, of what you want and what you what you're chasing. You know what I'm saying? Because People don't understand that like information is pertinent. and what I mean by that is that what I need for me to make it might be something completely different from, from him. You work, yeah. work. So, from this one piece of information might be exactly what I need, but it means nothing to him. Mm-hmm. So don't trip off information that you receive because your story is your own. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Somebody com- comparing yourself to other people is probably the, worst the biggest. Thing. Problem that people have is that You see somebody in a similar position As you come from the same Scenarios as you and they get This and they got that success and they did This and you're like well why not me But you shouldn't even be comparing Yourself in the first place you should be focusing you should be On your lane yeah. and, and doing what you gotta do for you you know what I'm saying Because everybody's life Is their own you know what I'm saying Nobody experiences are Really that
0: comparable It's not. I feel like I feel like we may experience the same things, but like you said, experience it, we experience it a different. Like, we could, we could still meet up at the same crossroad, but the way that we got there is completely different. Uh-huh. So that's why I say, like, when... Tread carefully on how you say your words to people now, and I didn't understand that when I was a kid, because like I said, I was used to... I was used to trying to get it myself. I was, like, I felt alone, and I felt like I needed to do this, like, even with my friends, like I still wouldn't... I, to this day, I still won't tell certain people about certain situations in my life, not because I don't love you or whatever. It's just because, simple fact, I don't trust you with that information. I don't know what you could do with that information. I don't know who you could tell with that information. That may sound shallow or, or harsh, but it's the reality, and I feel like every, not just me, but every everybody in the world has that. And as soon as you learn how to accept that, I feel like you accept yourself even more. Mm-hmm. And without... It's so it's so much that I feel like I, I've learned, but I still feel like I can learn a lot. Like just being here on my 25 years of life, the only thing I can honestly say I I learned it was suffering, death, bad relationships, sometimes good. You feel me? Because I, I had a lot of good things in my life. And you know one thing about everything that you just mentioned right now, it's all
1: temporary. Cause yeah. Life goes Word. forward. Word. So no matter what you're going through, guess what? Tomorrow, like <laughs> you said, Rick Ross had yeah. the best album. Yeah, Rick Ross. One of my favorite Rick Ross quotes It was On The Lord Knows with Drake. Oh my I and was just We talked about that all the time and, and before he started rapping he said everyday Is another opportunity to reach that goal And as long as you wake up with that opportunity Yesterday might be the most fucked up day that I ever had Man. And when I wake up today It's another opportunity to reach that goal So fuck yesterday yeah. I made it through yesterday and I'm here you today say, You
0: gotta worry about what, the present You gotta worry happen. about the future And, you know, like I said, a lot of people around our age has a a problem with that. Because they always, you know, like I said, we see forms and and stuff like that, gold chains. Like I said, I'm a product of that. I liked it. I liked it to look nice or whatever. I got what I wanted because I worked hard for it. But don't let that stagnate what you could do. Mm -hmm. Because I I know a lot of people that give up on themselves daily. But I know that they could be a diamond in the rough. And I know a lot of people that got degrees and not doing nothing with them. So, and like you said, with networking, I feel like that could be the biggest thing. Like, networking can get you indoors that degrees just can't. And I think it's always been that. I think it's always been like that.
1: So. See, that, that goes back into nepotism. Yeah. Because as black people, if I have a job, I'm not gonna, I'm hesitant to put the next black nigga on. Because yeah. I don't want that nigga to fuck up my name. Mm-hmm. But the Mexicans, why you think that they running the workforce? Because if he knows the job is open, he's going to tell everybody, and his homies is going to tell everybody, and they're going to fill that motherfucker up. Everybody's going to apply. Off of one Mexican, you're going to get 30 Mexicans to apply just off of knowledge that that job is hiring. But as a nigga, it's going to be like, oh nah, I ain't putting my name on that nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't helping that nigga out. You know what I'm saying? Same thing, like, what businesses? The Indian families come over here and they buy up these liquor stores and get all these liquor licenses
0: because their families (laughs) put in together. Mm -hmm. They live under run-roof. Teamwork makes the dream work. Exactly, you know what I'm
1: saying? And it's like a rotation. And
0: you know what I say, too? Just for music or anything, if you have a problem with taking risk, it's not for you. No. Because everybody that I knew that made it higher, took a risk. They was never at the same place when they made it. I
2: think that's another thing is people are afraid of those risks because they always think about what if I fail, you know, and high key, I think failure is important because let's say, let's say a person goes through life he's having success after success after success you know yeah they're, they're in a good spot but but what what how would they handle it when they reach that first failure you know as yeah. opposed
1: to person that's so used to failure like you hit rock bottom you got nowhere to go but up. you see but what people don't understand is that you only fail when you quit, exactly. the game is not over exactly. until it's over. Exactly. So if you continue on, then how did you lose? Because you're still playing. Exactly. If I'm down 50 points, but it's still two quarters left in the game, <laughs> did I lose? No, no I'm losing. No. I'm down I'm right now. Right like now. Nick Mill said, the whole basis behind championship. He's like, we in the championship. We was down three one. I didn't even realize, nigga, the next time I lose, I lost for real. So I can't lose. Ain't no more losing. I got to <laughs> treat this like this is the
2: championship. Like fourth quarter, LeBron. Like, exactly. You got to go off.
1: You like. only lose when you quit. So. That's all time. All the time. So, there is no failure unless you
0: quit on yourself.
1: Exactly. There's exactly. only
0: lessons to be learned and adjustments to be made. Mm-hmm. 110%. I'll tell him that when he told me that because... Like I said, if you if you ever have, we gonna invite you to a studio session one of these days. Mm-hmm. But if you ever see me, I'm the first one on the mic and I'm the last one on the mic. Every time, I st- I live, stay till 1 a.m. He's there at 1 a.m. Cause so I tell him like, he be like, oh, I'm tired. I'm like, nah, but that's not the mindset you should be having. Mm-hmm. Cause and I tell him, he like, why? And I said, bro, there's a kid, there's a kid on a goddamn couch writing 10 lyrics right now, trying to trying to up one of them. I can't let no I can't let no little nigga up, up on me. Mm-hmm. I can't even let the biggest nigga up, up on me. Because I want I want that spot. I want to see what that spot's about. I want to see what I could do, how I could strategize myself to get to that level. And I'm not saying I'm always going to be the the nigga that oh, I'm going to freestyle or whatever cuz I don't like like I said I love rap, but that doesn't mean I I love rapping all the time. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. So but when I do get there, I want to show people that I'm going to be the best me I can be. You going to rock with it or you not. And I tell him to have that same mentality. Because at the end of the day, you can only stop you. Exactly. It's a a
1: Nietzsche quote. Yeah. And this is what I live by. A man convinced against his will is of the same mind state. Yeah. Mm. Meaning, if I got to convince you to do some shit for me, even if you do it, you're in a state of, I don't want to do this shit. And I got zero time, zero energy and zero effort to anybody in that state of mind that I don't want to do it or doing it in the mindset of I don't want to do this shit. I don't, I'm not going to fuck with you. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Nigga, fuck you. you dead to me, nigga. Because if that's your approach, I don't want nothing to do with that type of energy. Because, like I said, every day is a new opportunity. Every day is, I need to keep pushing. So if you ain't the nigga I need to be fucking with, you showed your hand to me right now. So nigga, why waste any type of effort on you anymore? Mm-hmm. This could be a nigga I can meet tomorrow mm-hmm. that's gonna have that, that energy I'm looking for.
0: That's why saying like, mm-hmm, not to cut you off, but that's why I said like I cut off a certain amount of friends. I, I have a lot of friends. Like I said, but at the end of the day they not they not for me. Cause you, you notice when people say negative things about you when even if you get on a little little bit of success, it don't matter if it means something to you, a person if you my brother and if you my if my brother like you say you is, you ain't going to talk down on me, period. You ain't going to say nothing about me. You ain't going to speak behind my back. You ain't going to say nothing that's going to upset me. The moment you do that, it's over. Mm-hmm. We don't have nothing in common no more. Like what? And and for some reason, this is everybody for some reason, uh, prime example. Say if you went to high school or whatever. People still think that they know you from high school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I went to five high schools. I went to each high school
1: for a semester and a half at the moment. Man. y'all niggas don't know me. And the shit that I was on in high school, I ain't even home wow. now. Niggas, so even if I went to I school, school for me.
0: the whole four years, I'm, I'm not the same people, person from four years ago. Mm-hmm. You think I'm a senior? You think I'm a am eighteen yeah, a senior yeah, yeah. and I'm three and five now? But a lot of niggas stay <laughs> the same,
1: man. A lot, and that's that's just the reality. But it's they want to stay the same because they feel like the they same.
0: don't have nothing. To, to back them up. To but, change forward. But that's, because, no but that's because you're investing your energy into the wrong thing. You're, bed, you're like, that's what it is. Like, I had to get out of the mindset. You know what's the worst thing about a man? The ego. Mm-hmm. A man's ego is, is his worst fear. Because it can eat you up. It
1: you got to get on your own way, man. Yeah. And, and your pride will put you in your own way. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a process called self-actualization? i heard about it so it's really just a process of looking at every major decision in your life and only looking at you and your decision not what they did not why you reacted to them not what you did. only you and it breaks down your mindset you know and i when i self-actualize i realized that it was anger spite and desperation either i was angry and i just reacted you did something to me, and now I got to get my get back. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, finna, I'm mm-hmm. with the extras, oh, and I'm going to yeah. take it 10 times farther than where I should have because mm-hmm. I'm with the extras because mm-hmm. that's what the streets teach you. Oh, niggas come at me, I'm with the shits. Mm-hmm. I'm trained to go, TTG. Mm-hmm. Oh, nigga, you, I'm going to take it 10 times farther than what I should have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And once I self-actualized, I looked at where I was at in my life, and I realized I got quick, there
0: quick because of my
1: own decisions and not because of nobody else. Yeah,
0: quick question. What is a street nigga to you, though? Because, you know, everybody has a a different definition of a street nigga and whatnot. Now,
1: a gangbanger is not the definition of a street nigga. Because there's mm-hmm. a lot of gangbangers that ain't street niggas. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a street nigga is more of a a, a hustler's mentality. It's a nigga that realizes sure. that his opportunities are way much more lucrative yeah, in like the streets to, yeah. than... In the corporate or the the mainstream world, it's it's not no gangster that's putting on a rag and hanging on a block. It has nothing to do with what sets you from. It has to do with your mentality. I need to get it out the streets because I'm a street nigga and this is the lane for me. You know what I'm saying? That that has nothing to do with gangbanging. That's why a lot of gangbangers are broke. They don't get money. It's only a few niggas out from the hood that know how to get money out the streets. Those are the street
0: niggas. Other niggas is just in the streets for no reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. Because I feel like there's a difference between a street nigga and a hustler. I consider myself a hustler, and what I, and what my definition of a hustler is is say if I got a job or I got something I'm selling, whether it's good or bad, and I'm only selling it to that person. I'm trying to get it and gone. That's what I think a hustler is—a hustler that's going to be like that's about business more than. You know, like you said, a game-banger. And like I said, I know a lot of game-bangers. I know a lot of smart game-bangers. Some of them are trying to get it out of the mud. Like, what I consider the trap is the studio. That's my trap. Like, same
1: here? I
0: consider, I consider the studio the trap. I consider the beats the dope. I consider I consider the lyrics the gas.
2: If you were able to flip whatever you have in order to put that, you know, towards an investment or towards your craft, and, and your craft can be an investment. I think that's, that's a lot of people... Uh, I don't really realize they, they think an investment is like something like maybe just stocks or you know and you can do that like yeah I do that from time to time but you have to be you have to you have to be able to find your way out of out of uh, uh, certain situations like like as you said like have that hustler mindset like for me I I don't I grew up in suburban New Jersey in like a Jewish neighborhood like when I came over to California I didn't know nothing about no gang like none of that and, and I didn't know that I could even, like, use my music as, like, a, a, a lucrative source of, of income, you know. And, like, I didn't figure that out until I got with him. And then I got with all the other people in the team. And I'm like, oh, man, this could actually oh, be
0: something. You know? And it's crazy because they didn't want me, when I first started, they didn't want me to, uh, not, that, not that they didn't want me, to, want me to do it. They just thought it wasn't a good idea for me to charge. And I told them, no, that's wrong. So I said, any man that pays for your product deserves the best product of you. So why would you limit yourself of not trying to get paid, mm-hmm. whether you're the biggest artist or you're the lowest artist? Mm-hmm. Any any man that, that works or that grinds for music knows how hard music is to get out there. So you so you should want to help the next person, whether it benefits you or not. And that's prime mm-hmm. example of a hustler's mindset. Uh, like like I said, I've seen a lot of people sell so weed. I seen a lot of. I even seen people smoke crack in front of my face. A lot. I have a lot of stories that people don't know about me. It's because I keep it to myself because I feel like that's my journey. That it's not for you to understand. It's not for you to decipher. It's not for you to even judge about it. But what I could tell the next person is the best thing you could give a person is inspiration. That's the best thing you can give a person is inspiration. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't give them that, that false information you, you heard from nigga your, your big homies and the big homies don't got no bread. That's what my brother told me. And he and he's a game maker. I don't want a game bank, but he's a game banker. He told me, to, don't listen to them niggas. Because them same niggas was on the corner. Five years ago. Still on the corner. It don't matter if, even from here, I see the same niggas still doing the same shit. temporary dough. Fast money. that Temporary dough. And one more thing. You know what my grandmother told me? What? Not all money is good money, boy. Mm-hmm.
1: But now that this new generation <laughs> is. They think bank
0: everything. I get the bag. As long as I got the bag, it don't matter. You going to get the bag in the for your life? Nah, not at all. Hell nah, I ain't going to get that bag. You can keep that bag. Because you know what bag that's going to leave you in? A body bag. See, but niggas ain't never touch no real money, man.
1: So the thought of money is... is Exciting, though. If you touch some real paper, man, then you know you you ain't going to be excited when niggas offer you 20K. You're going to be like... The only yeah, thing no, I'm going to do. listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: nigga, that ain't no real dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got that off <laughs> the street. Seen a man, you got to offer me some shit that I ain't got in the street already. Oh, to there. be, and, I, and to yeah, be yeah. honest, just, just off of that, like, just say, like, two years off of, you probably spent more than 20000 in two years off of clothes, food. Like, come on, like, gas, yes, like, man, bills. like Nigga, like, what? Like, don't thing. get me wrong, I love, I love free money, but... That's not the money I want. I, I want to I own land. I want to own acres. I, I want to see what that 1,548 acres is about. I want to see why you got 12 horses running in the background and you have a gold-ass, gold-ass platform. I want to know that. I don't want to know that. I don't want to know about that street shit. I already know what comes with that street shit. Life or jail. Mm-hmm. It's never It's never changed. Or fake homies, because if you get on, Yeah, if, if you, you get on. Oh, I you, love you if, um, you. if you make it what? and,
1: nigga, it's... You don't, you escape jail, and you escape death, you don't escape the homies. There's <laughs> no, no nigga out there that has escaped all three. Yeah, there has If you escape jail or death, you're not escaping the homies, bro, and they not the homies, and you're going to learn that the hard way. I think that's, that's something important, because we have uh, a, lot of, a lot of people
2: in, in uh, they find themselves in situations where they have to have a crab mentality. Like where they have to basically pull each other down so they can get up on top. And Heike, I'm not with that, bro. It's just a lot of people that's think that you have to do down. that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not even just black people though. It's just across like all the, the world. Yeah. Like and 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 I'm just talking
0: about for our culture. Yeah, word. No. I'm just speaking for our culture. What's now. that?
2: What's that? Yeah. But but it's like, like, we experience
1: our culture. Yeah, we experience We know it. And it's a shame because that's that's Heike. we know these days. It's just pulling it each other down. You see, that's why we're here. In, the studio is called Rigor Mortis. Mm-hmm. And Rigor Mortis is the stiffening of the body after yeah, death. Yeah, so, yeah. the reason why I named the studio Rigor Mortis because the old way of doing things as black people is dead. And we need to stiffen up, nigga, and buckle down on our morals and really mm-hmm. get to working with each other. So, this was a collaborative effort. I did a podcast out of my living room. Mm-hmm. I was gonna... Just get a studio where I can do a podcast out. And then I looked at it and I said, this shit is bigger than me. This could be something for everybody. Yeah. So why should I be selfish? Why not? I'm not making no dollars off of this right now. If anything, dollars is going out. I spent <laughs> like over $3,000 in the last two months just on this compound itself. Where, where you know it's what I'm saying? Deep. And I ain't seeing a dollar. And even the dollars that I see back don't compare to what I'm spending out. Mm-hmm. but because it's bigger than me it gives me that sense of worth that sense of purpose that the fact that i can have niggas like y'all pull up you know what i'm saying and give me that energy because that's what i hold more valuable than the money
0: and you know and a lot of people don't have that and and people think they have it they they just don't there's some people that do it and some don't like some people just it's naturally loving and i and i think that's what as black people that we fail to realize like we do, like a lot of a lot of our kings and queens don't love themselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of them don't, and it's because you know I don't I don't want to blame it off of you know of course experiences or whatever, but it's what you do. It, it's not what you do. It's how you react to them. You know what I'm saying? Because I had a friend. I'm not gonna put the name out there, but I had a friend, and you know he said that you know he hadn't seen his father or whatever, and you know he, he like he had hate for him, and you know, and I said man, you should get with your father, and he was like why. And I told him I lost the father. I lost my father. Mm -hmm. You know, I never, I never experienced the first drink with him. He, he couldn't really indulge in the activities I, I wanted us to play in because he was sick. And you know, I was able to have a family of a mother and a father, but that still doesn't neglect the fact that I don't know what a father. Me, me as a man now, I can't learn from my first source, which is my father. I try to learn from my brothers, but I got to understand in my same way, they're learning as well. Mm-hmm. So, it will be it will be wrong of my fault for trying to force that onto my older brothers when I know that they're trying to be their own man too. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I tell people, like, don't, when it comes to relationships or friendships, don't waste it when there's an opportunity. Like you said, there's an everyday to be an opportunity. Sometimes, if a person don't want to be with you... you you take it for what it is, no matter how how hard it how hard it is. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you never tried, I don't want to hear that. If you never tried to make a situation better, or you feel like you deserve some type of apology, you might you might do it. But that doesn't make you the bigger person. The bigger person always wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never heard the less the lesser person winning. Never heard that in my life. Never. That's so. So if you, if you can tell me that, that means a, a man can walk on water. And the only man that I know that can walk on water is God. Mm-hmm. So I know you ain't God. Exactly. Like, man, it, it's a funny game. It's a, yeah. it's a cold
1: world out here. And black people, man, we have an opportunity to do something, man, to actually make some noise. We're trending. We're number own, one. In our own communities, though, mm-hmm. not just on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Because for us, majority of, the, of what the internet sees of black people is the ass-shaking music videos and the
0: fights. Yeah, and I think that's all what black people... Turning up in yeah. the club and the bottles. Like, we do all that. Don't get me wrong. We do fights. all that bullshit. But we do positivity things too. Like, like I said, there's, like you said, the community. Um, last year I did a homeless event. I actually came out. It was only me. Probably, it was literally only me. I bought 20 boxes of pizza. Uh, five cases of water, and I just passed them out to the homeless and asked to Kobe Lake on a Saturday because I just wanted to do it because I know how it feels to be that low. Yeah, as the
1: same thing is, like, when we do these type of things, we don't document them because we're not doing it for the Internet. But at the same time, we need to document it because we need the world to see that, hey, we do these things also. Yes. You know what I'm saying? As black people, we're so controlled on our image that we put out all the negative shit without showing niggas a struggle, without showing niggas in the community, without showing that type of aspect of who we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, we need to focus more on showing the full 360 spectrum word. of who mm-hmm. we are and what we do, and not just, you know, what I'm saying, ass shaking and, and ass the guns, shaking, yeah, money showing, and, the guns. And,
0: and, and that's the thing, bro. Also, because I was, like, Chief Keef was a nigga that started that. Like, you feel me? Like, at sixteen, At sixteen. You feel yeah. me? And. Like I said, Chicago was a dangerous place. Probably still, it probably still is. So, you know what I'm saying? That's his lifestyle. But now, like, to the point, like, I don't, I don't mind about showing a gun or whatever. But if if you're just doing that every video, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't even think I can listen to music like that anymore. Because just, it just interrupts my mind. Like, I can't listen to that every day. Like, I, can't, I have to listen to some type of substance. Because at the end of the day, I'm a human. I can't just say I was raised on violence. Nah, I, I know violence because I experienced it from what other people showed me, but for one, if you a violent person in the music industry, you're not gonna make it. Mm-hmm. Look at uh, Kodak Black. He's a, he
1: just got like 10 years for falsifying documents to get guns. Mm-hmm. He, he lied on the gun licensing, paperwork, so that he can get these illegal guns. And now, I don't listen to the nigga neither, but and
0: niggas in jail for 10 years now.
1: Yeah. And it's a shame, because he have the bread to get a real. Exactly. <laughs>
0: like, he had a bread to get, bro. He has, that's what I'm saying, bro. Just as black people. And he he's like, black like, guilty, so. Yeah. Yeah. Just as so like, black Sean, people. That, like, he, that means the deal. Yeah. He took a deal now for 10 years. That yeah. means that they probably was going to get him for more than that. good 20, probably, like. That's what I'm thinking. Like just, like, just as rappers like that, like, I understand you. we all come some people, some black people don't come from the street background, some people do, some people are hustlers in the streets, some, and you know, other things, but like when you see when you made it to that like, there's a difference, bro, cause you're not just influencing a thousand people or twenty thousand people or a million people you're, influencing, you're leaving your landmark on the world, you wanna you wanna, you know, like I said, I don't know Kodak but I know, but I know a, a, a nigga is a nigga at the end of the day and I know there, there can only be a good nigga and a bad nigga. So you want to display the bad nigga on social media? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, I know a lot of rappers that did a lot of bad shit. I can't judge them because, you know, I don't know what the situation was like. But just if I want to see my image and how I want to perce- be perceived as people, I want to be perceived as the most likable person. Even if you don't like me, I mean, that, that's on you. That's not on me. I want to I perceive my good side. I don't want to show nobody my evil side. I want, I want fans to come up to me. I want fans to give me hugs. I want all of that. So I don't want to put myself in a position where they feel like I can't do that. And I feel like that's what Kodak did, fell at just as a, just as a black man. Because you already knew we wasn't born to win in America. We wasn't born to win in America. Tell me something that we own. Tell me something that we own. Tell, tell me what's the culture. Like, you know, everybody wants to talk about culture, but what what is culture to us? We, right now,
1: we can't even do, define culture. We, at can. airport, uh, we, we can. can't, I can't. I can't even tell you what culture is right now. Because so
0: every support. time we want to do something, it has to be on Warstar. Mm-hmm. It has to be on some type of platform in order for us to get recognized, and that's not what it should be. And that's what I've been seeing for the last, if not 10 decades. Too, but that's the cloud. If you don't have the cloud or the world star or on
1: these platforms or what, but that's people, the crazy thing. It's not, black people don't even take you seriously. It's like not you, hard you. to
0: get. It's not hard to get on one star though. That's what people it's don't not, understand. It's cheap. I got it's cheap. Yeah, so you can, five yeah. six hundred dollars. You yeah, do you, you can get your videos. Yeah, like you on the platform. That's what, what I'm like. saying. So like no this to them or whatever because they doing that. That's how they it, they branding and whatever. I don't knock that. I don't knock how you come up. I knock what you do after the coming.
1: And fight compilations and all the negative shit is yeah. what made the world like, stars. Yeah. World star. They used to scream world star. Yeah. I don't even know if they still do they that. Still they don't that. They still do that. They still do that. world star when a nigga get knocked out or something because yeah. you knew that world star was going to eat mm-hmm. Gladly. Yeah. If, it's to your fa- if, it's, if it's your
0: family or mama, you ain't going to feel exactly, like that. If mama. it's your cousin, your little brother, your exactly. little sister, I don't I don't respect that shit. I don't. Not, I'm not saying I don't respect the World Star Band. I just don't respect the people that comment on it mm-hmm. and try to indulge hey, it into you know, a higher yeah. level.
1: Yeah. But we, we got to wrap it up.
0: Yeah. up? Oh. up? yeah. One more time, man. Tell the people man, your projects. Uh, man, look. Where they can find I, go, I go by Ellis Isaiah. I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Pandora. I'm on every single platform. And, um,. Like I said, my Instagram is the same, Ellis Isaiah two underscores. You can find me on Twitter, Ellis Isaiah two underscores. I'm just really trying to show people that I'm just trying to be me. And a lot of a lot of rappers don't want to be themselves. And I'm just trying to tell you, if you fuck with me, you can learn from me. If you don't, it's okay. I don't judge you. Well, check that nigga out. You heard that shit. Uh,
2: well, yeah. Uh, one more time, my name is Conundrum. Ike hit me up on IG, official Conundrum. Even if you don't need beats, you just want to send me something
0: just to check out. I'm down with it. I support everybody. We all on the grind out here. Let's work together. But fuck with this man. This man reached out to me, I, and this is the first time we did an interview. I didn't know him at all. And, I, and yeah, yeah. the fact that he came out with this energy shows me that there's people like that that want to see people win, and that enjoys my my own success. So why so why would I be a fuck nigga and not try to support him? I really appreciate you, bro. For sure. for sure, man. Appreciate you, man.
1: It's energy man. We're gonna work, man. It's all about the vibe. Yeah, man. man. Politic the podcast, man. Fuck with the politics. Y'all wanna uh, interview man? Politic and broadcasting networks, hit under the book section, you know, schedule your interview, man. Pull up in politics. Man. Word, man. Word. Check us out, we on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, our own website. We on like thirty platforms, man. Just Google us. Politic and broadcasting. Word. Cause she had not usually talk for like three hours. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs>